Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, TCK Potters, I want to give a shout out to Anchor, which is the podcast avenue we record with to bring you these episodes. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record a podcast? How do I record an episode? How do I get the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast onto all of the apps that people are listening to? And how can I reach as many people as possible for free and make money at the same time from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you up with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. Gaining some revenue from those podcast sponsors is essential to making necessary upgrades to the podcast and your overall brand. I appreciate how user-friendly Anchor is and how we can record our episodes via our computers or over the phone, similar to a voice memo or a phone call, and we can record these episodes, edit them down as needed, upload them, and boom, the episode is ready to launch. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and even make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. One more time, that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. TCK Potters, happy week 15. Sky here rolling, as I always do on Tuesdays, recapping the week 14 action, team by team, listing my ballers and stallers for the week. Email us your questions, tckpod at gmail.com, and shoot us a DM on Instagram at the Candlestick Kids with the hashtag TCKPod. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get into it. Jerry Rice. Andre Reed, Chris Carter, I smoke all these fools. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody. When I'm the best corner of the game, when you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Your weak ass, get your weak ass off the field. Get your weak ass off the field. He could go all the way. Because I'm a winner. I'll always be a winner. And you'll always be a loser. All right, congratulations, TCK Potters. If you're still listening to this episodes and you're getting in on the podcast and hitting us up on the Instagrams, you have made it probably to your semifinals of your fantasy leagues. Congratulations. We wish you well. Let's start last Thursday night. Of course, a huge game from Derrick Henry. The Titans get the win at home 30-9 to over the Jaguars. Derrick Henry runs for four touchdowns and the tight and a Titans-Oilers franchise record 238 yards, which is very impressive considering Earl Campbell, Eddie George, and Chris Johnson have also run in this backfield at one time. 
Henry on the day, 15 carries, excuse me, 17 carries, 20, 237 yards, and four touchdowns. Uh, Taewon Taylor was the leading receiver for the Titans, but not much. Just six catches, 59 yards on seven targets. Marcus Mariota, dud game, 162 and a pick. And Deion Lewis, not doing much there. 10 carries, 13 yards, five catches, 39 yards. And he couldn't capitalize on Henry's generosity, trying to get him in um, at the end of the game after Henry had already scored four touchdowns, tried to bring him in. Jags knew exactly what they were doing. Jags stuffed him. Henry came in for one last try, was unable to get his fifth touchdown. And Corey Davis, not much here. Two catches, 21 yards, three targets, basically owned by Ramsey and Boye over the years there, Corey Davis is. For the Jacksonville Jaguars, D.D. Westbrook, the lone baller, 7 for 88 and a touchdown on 10 targets. And Leonard Fournette stymied 14 carries, 36 yards, and just 5 yards through the air. And the Jags' defense just one point against the Tennessee Titans. Moving on to the first game in the Sunday slate, the Giants get a big win over the stumbling Redskins, 40-16. to Most touchdowns. By a rookie in team history for Saquon Barkley with 13. Barkley on the day, 14 carries, 170 yards and a touchdown. Four catches, 27 yards on four targets. Eli Manning, 197 and three touchdowns. Evan Ingram, three catches, 77 yards on five targets. Sterling and Russell Shepard both caught a touchdown as well as Benny Fowler as well. The New York defense had a great game, 20 points for them. Odell Beckham Jr. did not play in this game. We'll see about his status later in this week. On Sunday... Uh, the Redskins started uh, uh, Sanchez, Mark Sanchez. He was unable to finish the game, though he was uh, benched because he's horrendous. For Josh Johnson, Johnson uh, went in about a quarter and a half. Josh Johnson had 11 for 16, 195, a touchdown and a pick, added another 45 yards in the score on the ground as well. Potential streaming option next week. Jamison Crowder returned, two catches, 87 yards, a touchdown on seven targets. And Josh Dodson, Four catches, 84 yards on five targets. Adrian Peterson comes back down to earth, no 90-yard touchdown this week. Just 10 catches on, uh, excuse me, 10 carries, 16 yards. And Chris Thompson, three carries, 23 yards, three catches, 15 yards. Moving on to the Buccaneers and the Saints. The Saints get a win in a pretty ugly, uh, ugly fashion here. The Saints clinch the NFC South with that ugly win, 28-14 over Tampa Bay in Florida. <coughs> excuse me. Michael Thomas, 11 catches, 98 yards, and 13 targets. Didn't get in the end zone, but a huge game in PPR leagues. But Alvin Kamara, Breeze, and Ingram were slow. Kamara just 12 for 51 on the ground, five carry, uh, five catches, 36 yards, and five targets. Drew Breeze just one touchdown on 201 yards in the air and had one yard uh, rushing touchdown as well as he jumped over the goal line there. Mark Ingram, 13 carries, 52 yards, and a touchdown. For the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, no ballers. The Stallers, though, everybody else. Jameis Winston, 213, two touchdowns and a pick, and to add another 47 on the ground, not bad, but not quite a, a baller category. Brait, two catches for 12 yards. Both of those went for scores. Mike Evans, four for 86 on six targets. Adam Humphreys, four for 42 on eight targets. And Chris Godwin, one catch for 13 yards on 10 targets. Watching most of this game, Chris Godwin was dropping balls. He was overthrown. There was tip passes around him. They were just unable to connect on this day. Moving into Kansas City, Kansas City gets a big win over the Ravens. The Ravens should have won this game, could have a couple different times. This one went to overtime, and uh, Kansas City escapes with a uh, a field goal to win it in overtime, 27-24. The Chiefs clinch a playoff berth as well. Of course, they're looking for uh, number one seed priorities and um, much bigger 
applications there than just winning their division. But they have a huge one this Thursday night against the Chargers um, for a potential shakeup in the AFC West. So keep tuned there. For the Baltimore Ravens, no ballers, uh, stallers, Lamar Jackson, uh, 147 and two touchdowns. We're pretty accustomed to uh, not high totals there, but he did throw two touchdowns. He also had 71 on the ground. It's not a terrible day for um, Lamar Jackson, but, um, you know, not not a huge day either. Kenneth Dixon was the number one running back this day for the Ravens, eight for 59 and a touchdown, one catch for uh, 21 yards on his lone target out of the backfield. Willie Sneed, four Gets five catches, 61 yards, and seven targets. And John Brown and Max Williams also catch touchdowns. And Gus Edwards has slowed down 16 carries for 67 yards. For the Chiefs, business as usual. Patrick Mahomes, 377, two touchdowns and a pick. Tyreek Hill battling a wrist and an ankle injury in this one. He's day-to-day this week, but it looks like he should be good to go for Thursday. Eight uh, eight catches, 139 yards on 14 targets for Tyreek Hill. Travis Kelsey beast in his usual seven for 77 and a touchdown on nine targets. And Damian Williams actually gets the fantasy production here, scores two touchdowns for the Chiefs, eight carries, 14 yards and a touchdown, four catches, 16 yards and a touchdown. And Spencer Ware out-touches him significantly, uh, 25 to 12 or excuse me, 20 to 12, um, but Spencer Ware does not get the touchdowns. 15 carries, 75 yards, and five catches, 54 yards. No stallers for the Chiefs. Moving into Miami, a very exciting game. Miami Dolphins get a huge win over New England Patriots, 34-33. The Finns have won five of the last games versus the Patriots in Miami. Uh, this one ended on a ridiculous hook and ladder with no time left, giving uh, Kenyon Drake a 55-yard touchdown reception, um, which he pretty much had nothing the rest of the game. Tom Brady, 358 and three touchdowns, a huge game for Tom Brady, who has been slumping this year. And uh, a lot of people are calling for the end, the beginning of the end for Brady, but he's uh, slumping a little bit. But this is a huge game for him, 353 and three touchdowns for Brady. Gronk, eight for 107, a touchdown on eight targets. And Julian Edelman, nine for 86 and one touchdown on 12 targets. Josh Gordon, five for 96 on eight targets. And Patterson and Devlin also scored touchdowns. Goskowski, the lone uh, staller here, he missed a field goal and a PAT. Either one of those would have tied or won the game for the Patriots. On the Miami side, Kenny Stills, a huge game, eight catches, 135, and a touchdown on nine targets. Ryan Tannehill, 265, and three touchdowns. Brandon Bolden, who used to play for the Patriots, of course, years ago, returns two carries, two touchdowns, 60 yards there. Kenyon Drake, six carries, uh, 24 yards, one catch for 55 yards and a touchdown, as I mentioned, on the hook and ladder. And Frank Gore continues to outtouch him significantly, 12 carries, 92 yards, one catch for 24 yards for Frank Gore. Devontae, Booker, uh, Devontae Parker, excuse me, uh, just one catch for 18 yards for the Dolphins. Let's go on to Houston, where the uh, Indianapolis Colts go into Houston and give the Texans their first loss since week three. Colts get the win 24-21 over the Texans. For the Colts, T.Y. Hilton, nine catches, 199 yards on 12 targets. Andrew Luck, 399 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Pascal, five catches, 68 yards, a touchdown on six targets. Ebron, four for 65 and a touchdown. And Mack, four for 65 and a touchdown as well. No stallers for the Colts. Big game for them. For the Texans, no ballers. Watson, slow game here, 267 in the touchdown, five carries, 35 yards. Lamar Miller, 14 carries, 33 yards, a touchdown uh, on the ground, and five catches, 19 yards. DeAndre Hopkins, just four for 36. He did get his touchdown on t- but just 10 targets, so incomplete on six opportunities there for Hopkins. Could have had a much bigger day. And Ryan Griffin is the, the token tight end this week that gets the uh, good production from the Texans, five for 80 on five targets, and Demarius Thomas, four for 48 on six targets. 
Let's go to Green Bay, where Green Bay bounces back at home, gets the win. Uh, first game out of the uh, Mike McCarthy era, 34-20 Green Bay. Aaron Jones has a rushing touchdown in five straight games. For the uh, for the Falcons, Julio Jones has a great game. Eight catches, 106 yards, two touchdowns, and 11 targets. And Matt Ryan, 262, three touchdowns, and a pick. Hardy had a touchdown, but just 30 yards otherwise. Uh Calvin Ridley just one catch, 10 yards on four targets. And Coleman and Ido Smith continue to do nothing. 10 for 45 for Coleman, 11 for 60 for Ido Smith, and Austin Hooper just four for 37 on six targets. For Green Bay, Devontae Adams, seven for 81 and a touchdown on 11 targets. Aaron Rodgers, 196, two touchdowns and another 44 yards on the ground. Aaron Jones, 17 carries, 78 yards and a touchdown. And three catches for 38 yards on three targets through the air. Randall Cobb returns, five catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown on six targets. Marquez Valdez-Scantling remains irrelevant, two catches, 19 yards on two targets. On to Cleveland, where the Browns get a big win over the just absolutely reeling uh, Carolina Panthers, who are in big trouble and have another big game this week. The uh, Browns get a huge win, 26-20 at home over the Panthers. The Browns win their second consecutive home game for the first time since 2014. For the Carolina Panthers, Christian McCaffrey, business as usual, 16 for 63, two touchdowns, six for 38 on seven targets. Ian Thomas uh, filling in for Greg Olson, a great game here, nine for for 77 on 11 targets. And uh, Chris Samuel, Curtis Samuel, excuse me, four for 80 on eight targets. And DJ Moore, five for 67 on eight targets. And Cam Newton, the lone staller here for the uh, Panthers, just uh, 265 through the air, no touchdowns, and a pick at another 23 on the ground. For the Browns, Jarvis Landry had a huge game, uh, two rushes for 54 yards and a touchdown, and three catches for 57 yards and a touchdown. So just five total touches, but uh, over 100 yards and two touchdowns for Jarvis Landry. Nick Chubb, 13 for 66 and a touchdown on the ground, and four for 17 on four targets through the air. Baker Mayfield, two for 38, just one touchdown. And David Njoku, three for 35 and four targets. Buffalo Bills come up short at home against the New York Jets 27-23 Jets win this one Josh Allen has 90 plus rush yards in three straight games to set an NFL record for most rush yards by a quarterback over any three game span passing Mike Vick for the Jets Robbie Anderson 4 for 76 and a touchdown on seven targets and Elijah McGuire 17 for 60 on the ground with a touchdown and another 23 through the air Buffalo Bills, uh, Josh Allen, 206 yards and two interceptions. And on the ground, nine carries, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Robert Foster returns another deep uh, game for him, seven for 104 and eight targets. And Isaiah McKenzie, who has a better game, filling in for uh, Shady McCoy, who is day-to-day with a hamstring, four carries, 22 yards, and a touchdown, four catches, 47 yards on seven targets through the air. And Zay Jones, three for 22 Heading into the 49ers game, 49ers 20, Denver Broncos 14. Nice upset here for the Niners. George Kittle goes mad in this game. George Kittle's second most receiving yards by a tight end in a single game since 1970. He had 210 receiving yards in the first half alone, but no catches in the second half. He falls five yards short of the most reception, uh, most receiving yards in a game. Shannon Sharp has 2014. George Kittle on the day, seven catches, 210, a touchdown on nine targets. My man Mullins, 332, two touchdowns and a pick. And Dante Pettis, three for 49 and a touchdown on seven targets. Jeff Wilson filling in for Brita, 23 carries, 90 yards. 
and Marquise Goodwin, just two catches, 20 yards for him. Deshaun Hamilton and Tim, and Tim Patrick are the leading receivers for the Broncos, not Cortland Sutton. Deshaun Hamilton, seven for 47, a touchdown on nine targets, and Tim Patrick, seven for 85 on 10 targets. Philip Lindsay and Cortland Sutton stall out in this game. 14 for 30 on the ground and a touchdown for Philip Lindsay, another 21 through the air, and Cortland Sutton just two for 14. He was battling a hamstring for the second half of this game. Let's move on to the Chargers and the Bengals. Chargers get the win here, 26-21. Keep pace with the Chiefs for a huge game on Thursday night. The Chargers win their 10 uh, win 10 plus games for the first time since 2009. They're on fire right now, and hopefully we'll get Melvin Gordon back this week or next. For the Bengals, Joe Mixon remains solid, 26 carries, 111 yards and a touchdown, five catches 27 yards and six targets and Tyler Boyd and John Ross didn't do much in this game just three for 52 for Boyd and two for 11 but a touchdown for John Ross for the Chargers Keenan Allen five for 78 and a touchdown on nine targets and Austin Eckler 15 for 66 and a touchdown on the ground two for 28 through the air but he's questionable for Thursday night with a concussion they don't think he's going to go so keep an eye on Justin Jackson who was seven for 12 on the ground and two for 23 and two touchdowns oh excuse me two for 23 and two targets uh through the air didn't do much in this game but if uh, Melvin Gordon misses and Austin Eckler misses it's going to be a uh, huge opportunity for Justin Jackson so go scoop him off your waivers Phillip Rivers 220 and one touchdown Let's move on to the Oakland Raiders. Uh, the Raiders upset the Steelers somehow at home. 24-21 Raiders. Uh, Boswell misses two field goals, and Carr does not throw an interception in his career-best eighth straight game, leading to a Raiders victory over the Steelers. Juju Schuster, huge game, 8 for 132, and two touchdowns on 12 targets. Big Ben, 282, two touchdowns, returned, left the game in the third quarter, returned late in the fourth to throw a touchdown after um, his injury. So Big Ben should be fine for this next week against the Patriots in a huge playoff seeding matchup. Jalen Samuels filling in for James Conner, 11 for 28 on the ground and 7 for 64 on seven targets through the air. And A.B. Uh, stalls out for sure, 5 for 35 on seven targets. Vance McDonald just 4 for 37 on four targets as well. For the Raiders, uh, Derek Carr, 322 and two touchdowns. And Jared Cook, 7 for 116 on 10 targets. Doug Martin, 16 for 32 and a touchdown and nothing in the pass game per usual. Let's move on to Dallas. Dallas gets a big win versus Philly to really expand their lead in the uh, NFC East. 29-23, Amari Cooper goes ridiculous. 217 receiving yards and three touchdowns, including the game winner in overtime. Both are career highs for Amari Cooper. On the day, 10 catches, 217, three touchdowns and 13 targets for Amari. The Cowboys are undefeated since Amari came over five weeks ago. Zeke Elliott, 28 Carries 113 uh, on the ground, another 12 receptions for 79 yards and 13 targets through the air. So Zeke Elliott gets 40 touches and uh, almost 200 total yards. So Zeke getting it done. Dak Prescott, huge game, career best for him for sure. 455 through the air, three touchdowns and two interceptions. No ballers for the Cowboys. For the Eagles, Wentz, 228, three touchdowns. Jeffrey, six for 50 and a touchdown on nine targets. Dallas Goddard, four for 44 and a touchdown on five targets. Darren Sproles scored in this game, but not much else there. Uh, Zach Ertz definitely stalled out, five for 38 on eight targets. Josh Adams, just seven for 36. And Golden Tate, one for seven on three targets. To move on 
to the Lions and the Cardinals. This game was pretty pitiful here. The Lions get the win 17-3 to over the Cardinals. Fitzgerald passes Jerry Rice for most receptions with one team in NFL history. Larry Fitz on the <clears throat> excuse me. Larry Fitz on the day, just five for fifty-five, uh, nine targets, but he did get that NFL record there. Trent Sherfield, another receiver, five for seventy-seven and seven targets. And David Johnson, fifteen for forty-nine on the ground, eight for twelve on ten targets through the air there for the Lions. Zach Zenner makes an appearance, gets a touchdown, fifty-four yards on the ground, and a score for Zach Zenner and Theo Riddick, Ellington, Blunt, and Galladay all stalled out in this game. Theo Riddick, 6 for 28 on the ground, 4 for 30 on four targets through the air. Ellington, 4 for 17 on four targets. He's got a hamstring issue. Keep an eye on him going forward. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt, just 12 for 33. Two catches for 18 yards for LeGarrette. And Kenny Galladay, just two catches for five yards on four targets there for Kenny Galladay. Let's move on to Sunday Night Football. We have the Bears with a huge game. Uh, really a, a statement game here for the Rams, uh, for the Bears, excuse me, over the Rams. The Bears get the win at home in a, in a bloodbath, 15-6. to six. Jared Goff throws four touchdowns, a career high. The Rams have no ballers in this game. The Stallers, Robert Woods, Gurley, uh, Goff, Reynolds, and Cooks. Uh, Robert Woods, 7 for 61 on 13 targets. Gurley, just 28 yards and another uh, 30 through the air. So 20 on the ground, 30 through the air. Uh, just 14 touches for 58 yards for Gurley. Not going to get it done. Uh, he might have sent some people home, much like Zach Ertz and much like uh, Antonio Brown this week here with the dud performances. Uh, Josh Reynolds, three for 36 on seven targets. And um, Brandon Cooks, three for 22 on seven targets. The Bears, uh, Jordan Howard has a nice bounce back game. Finally, uh, finally, finally. I don't know who had Jordan Howard that actually made the playoffs, but if you did and you were in there and you started him, 19 uh, carries for 101 yards. No score, but he got over 100 yards there against the Rams. Very promising. Tariq Cohen, 9 for 69 on the ground and 4 for 20 through the air. Uh, Allen Robinson, 5 for 42 on 8 targets. Mitch Trubisky, 110, one, uh, one touchdown and 3 interceptions, another 23 on the ground. And Trey Burton, just 2 for 22 on 5 targets once again. So move on to the last game of the slate this week. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks get another statement game against the Minnesota Vikings, potentially not knocking Minnesota out of the playoffs and certainly uh, solidifying the Seahawks as a front runner to get that um, one of the two uh, wild card spots in the NFC. Kirk Cousins is now 0-7 in his career on Monday Night Football. 0-7 in his career on Monday Night Football. That's not good and not going to get it done. It's a lot of money to be losing games in primetime. For the Minnesota Vikings, no ballers. Dalvin Cook. 13 for 55 on the ground, 5 for 28 and a touchdown on seven targets. Kind of a garbage touchdown at the end, but in fantasy, they all count. Adam Thielen, 5 for 70 on five targets. He left the game briefly with what looked to be a hamstring issue, but he came back in. He seemed to be okay. Stephon Diggs, 4 for 76 on six targets. Kirk Cousins, 208 and one touchdown. Kyle Rudolph, 2 for 7 on five targets. And Dan Bailey, the kicker, no points. For the Seattle Seahawks, Chris Carson, two, 22 carries, 90 yards, and a touchdown. And the Seattle defense, 17 points versus Minnesota offense. Huge game for them. Seattle is a different beast at home. I was mentioning that on the Friday podcast when we made our pick. So uh, consider that in the, in the fantasy playoffs here, that the Seattle team in general plays much, much, much better at home, especially in, in December. Some stallers, however, for the Seahawks, Tyler Lockett, 5 for 42 on six targets. Russell Wilson, just two, 10 for 20, 72 total yards, no touchdowns and a pick. Picked up another 61 rush yards, which helped a little bit, but that was really rough. 
Uh, Rashad Penny, eight carries for 44 yards, and Mike Davis, three carries for 22 yards. Let's get into our top performers for the week and get out of here. The top performers of the quarterback position, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, Josh Johnson, Ryan Tannehill, and Andrew Luck. Of course, again, this is for PPR leagues. Running backs, Derrick Henry, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and Joe Mixon. At the receivers, Amari Cooper, Juju Smith-Schuster, Julio Jones, T.Y. Hilton, and Kenny Stills. Tight ends, George Kittle, Gronkowski, uh, Travis Kelsey, Jared Cook, Ian Thomas, and Eric Ebron. For the DSTs, the Giants, the Bears, the Lions, Seahawks, Packers, and Rams. Fun fact, they're all in the NFC. And for the kickers, Badgley, Crosby, Marr, Bullock, Myers, Rosas, and Joseph. That'll do it for the week, week 14 in the books. Remember to email us your start sit questions to tckpod at gmail.com and DM us on the Instagram at the Candlestick Kids with the hashtag tckpod. Make sure to follow our IG stories throughout the weekend for game day updates Thursday night football, Sunday, Sunday night football, Monday night football, and this week, Saturday night. Saturday afternoon and Saturday night, there are games. Heads up there. We'll cover that the rest of the week. Thanks so much for listening. Good luck in week 15. In your semifinals, get to the final, folks. Get to the finals. For Daniel Sancato, I'm Scott Guasco, and we are out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.